All right. Good night, everybody. Welcome into the interception and welcome to the test sessions. So if you're seeing this, you're lucky. There's one in a few. You understand? One in a million. I don't know how many millions it have out there, how many ones it have out there watching this. But you're right now, but you're special. You understand? <laughs> welcome to the interception test session. So basically in these sessions, what we're going to be doing is going to be performing the interception we're going to be running the show we're going to be talking about football and i want you guys to leave any comments or leave it with whoever shared this this video with you guys what we can do to improve the content what we could do to make it more enjoyable for you and yeah um if it is that you do enjoy it though i encourage you to like i encourage you to share with a friend or whatever the case may might be I'm your host, Tyrese Daniel, or Sabers Dan, the football philosopher. That's what <clears throat> the kids call me nowadays, you know, I didn't give myself that name. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's what it's called, man. And I'm joined by Spurs on the Move boss, Jeremy. Fifth in <laughs> the league. Fifth in the league, guys. <laughs> and you're boasting, but Leo... And we're joined by Liu Chin. Oh, what place are you in the league now? Top of the table. Cassie Tools. <laughs> Cassie Tools. Top of the table, City God. I'd say no more. Right? And we start in England, where Tottenham are on the way, but they're not there right yet. But who is there in the top four? West Ham. West Ham beat Chelsea this, this weekend to knock them off the top, and the top of the table and secure their place once again in the top four. Of course, this is a big surprise for Chelsea because we were all counting them down as title favourites. You understand? This is a side that just went and took apart Juventus um, not too long ago. And I was thinking to myself that this is the best side on the planet right now. What's happened to Chelsea against West Ham? Leo? If I'm being honest, um, Chelsea were the better team. West Ham, I think, got... I don't want to say they got lucky, but the three goals they scored, or at least two of the goals, were, um, you know, Look. from Chelsea, of course. Mm -hmm. The penalty, well, that was a difficult one for Mendy because um, Georgina really put him in a bad position, although he could have probably cleared it. The second goal from Jared Bowen, amazing finish. By the way, Jared Bowen, what a game he had, what a game, what a player. Um, and, you know, the third goal where we all saw it, that was a freak accident of a goal. Um, nevertheless, they lost. Um, but it happens in football, you know, these things happen. West Ham, decent team, of course, they were at home. And the luck just happened to be on their side that day and they came out with three points. Hmm. I mean, what do you think about this West Ham side? Do you think that they can make it into the top four and stay there this season? Um, yes. Um, well, they actually they have the they have the players. I feel to that required to stay up into the uh, into top four, be like top five for the for the best. That the players. Um, the game should like they they are the cut they they, are, they have the caliber to be the giant players of the Premier League, um you know because of even killing Liverpool, you know what I mean right now they they actually beaten the top three teams like you know at like 
they might they might lose the points, mm. you know, that may be like smaller teams, like I guess like they might fumble the ball against teams like Tottenham against <laughs> against I know I know I know against a, a team like Aston Villa, but I think they have the they have the players to stay up. The only thing that I don't think come into question with their chances of staying up is how bad they want it. How because at times it does look they they as a you know they look poor. Like sometimes as a you know they look poor coming down to the second half. They look all over the place. I mean, like, yes, the football be intense for the first half, but in games past, either they let late goal winners score or they let slips in the box. It, it, it'd, be, it'd be a mess. And, you know, I mean, I'm happy for the win that they get, you know, this weekend. But I, I just want to see them I'm a little more consistent. I think that they will be consistent in the Premier League because that is really all you need to be, I mean, stay up in the top five. You need consistency. Yeah, talking about consistency, actually, um, top four again at the start of the season? My top four? I have a demand just now. Just now. I think it was, I think it was Tottenham on top. Um, yeah. Liverpool. Pool. Chelsea. Chelsea. And Leeds. And Leeds. I need. Right. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. Uh-huh. Point. Point. Point proven. Point proven. Yeah, dog. Yeah. Leeds actually is a prime example of what has happened, and and this is what this is what big all them and Carragher, all them big all them big commentators say the same thing. Leeds is a prime example, and even the coach himself, Bielsa, say that of what has happened when the world of football which any place where. It have too much games to play. Like they have, they have, like they overloaded. But they have no, they have injuries, COVID, all those things disrupting Leeds chemistry. To be honest, that's the only thing. Other than that, Leeds would have been, Leeds would have been a good unit. So you didn't know how much games it had to play when you predict when you predict um your top four. Dog is a prediction. Dog, we don't know, we don't know what happened, but. As I say, my my uh, my my. You know a lot of things, but games, you, you couldn't predict the amount of games. But same as that bear, that bear facts do. I bear facts when it oh, comes they to. Pull out the calendars in advance, Jeremy. You have the calendars when you predict that. When you predict that, that thing, I I thought you'd at least watch the squad and we are pay options. Bear, 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 big man thing here. We both know. That in a case that leads leads winning the Premier League out of the question, but the season still young. I mean, not young, young, but it still have many games to play. I think like like twenty four more game weeks or something. So, and I don't think I I, I still not seeing Leeds being a team that going and be relegated. You know, I still see them staying up. But I mean, that is how that is how these that is how competitions are. He does end up with unexpected results, and I was, but on, in, on another day, in another time, they'll be even laughing. And at that time, Leeds would have be decided, would have be our top five contenders. And, and dog, in the start of the season, I could show you where people was actually saying that Leeds would have top top five I mean, what, contenders. What? I mean, actually, we will. Alright, go ahead, you. 
Leeds first game this season, Jeremy, right? They collect five. Right, right. From Manu, Oli Manu. Right. right? Five right. little dog. Manu sell us a dream in week one, dog. To the point yeah. where I, I was saying, boy, them went in the league and think Christy getting top scorer. You see? Christy so might be top scorer. No, no, no. Not, not with Salah fire anyway. Nah. Mm. How about Salah? Salah, though, how Christy consistency? Are you mad? I feel, I Salah, feel Salah. I feel Salah will drop off and nah. Christy will just keep going. Never. Hey, Christy's a man. There's Brongett for the whole, the whole start of the season, straight till December, and from December he's kickoff. I swear my life. Seventeen, fifteen games. That Christy can have. Bye. At the end of the day, we talk about Liverpool and basically we're comparing Liverpool success and all them different teams that are high up right now to Leeds, who are at a disadvantage because of injuries. COVID 19, which playing a big part in the league. Dog, I, my prediction is still top two. <laughs> 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 Leave nothing. True. Leave nothing. Say no more. It's have plenty of time for Leeds to come back and win the Premier League. Who knows? Who knows, though? All right, though. But with Liverpool and City winning, while Chelsea lost, the, t- the title, um, the title race is very much open. All right. So who wins the Prem? Well, honestly. At the beginning of the season, you, you thought, thought it was Man you. Well, yeah, I, I, I thought they could have won it, but I also said that I don't think City will win the league this year because we win in Champions League. Um, but City proven me wrong. I mean, I, I really thought that we would be struggling for goals, which we kind of are, if I'm being honest. Struggling. With you. Yeah, I find so. Hunting, but you know, we we find ways. You know, Bernardo Silva in the form of his life. Men just scoring goals. So, I mean, Pep is our manager, is our consistent manager. Never had a point in his career, except I believe like in the first season, where we went through like a real big slump that was season-defining, you know? Um, other than, of course, when Liverpool won the league. But, I mean, it looked like we could win it now. But still, I think the City, Chelsea, and Liverpool, I think any, any of them could win it. But I do give the edge to City and Liverpool. I think they still have cut above our Chelsea. Um, I think they still have that killer instinct over that Chelsea team. Yeah. Fair enough. I want to ask Jeremy who you think going to win the, um, win the <laughs> league right now. I'm not, I'm not ready for Jeremy predictions just yet, but we will get it a little later down because now we move on to Tottenham, who is now in fifth place. Um. After beating Norwich, which isn't the, the biggest of achievements, but far side that was in the form that Tottenham was in, we take what we get. So, Jeremy, as a Spurs fan, is the Conte effect kicking in? Or is this side just that good? But I mean, you guys should be beating Norwich anyway. So, what, what, what is it that we see? You put it into perspective. The Conte effect... Is kicking in. I mean, it is there. Is there? Is there that we on a three game win within three game winning streak right now? Oh, um. So. Oh, they was on the beginning of the season too, eh? 
Fair. I mean, fair, I'm fair. Nil, one, nil, one, nil. Fair enough, but right now we're fifth in the table and we'll, we, we, we really matters where we stand at the end of the day. And where it comes on to, I think, is yes, Conte has been impactful to our club's I'll say motivation. Um, you know, here and talks about him. Um, you know, he's talking to multi players who he feels will be with him inclusive of, inclusive of January. You know, and turn, you know, he's just basically kind of inching away from those who he may be actually um selling in January. Those like names like Deli Ali, Bourgeois, um back Deli Ali to become to become the next Kaka. Ooh. Back Deli Ali to win the ball, no? Just now, bro. I did say no could have. Reignited Deli Ali's career. Who I'm talking about? No, what? On all fairness, on all fairness, I and this is what I was learned. I learned about it after because these things like just in secrets. Uh-huh. They said they said that um, <laughs> Nuno was actually Nuno no like he, he methods was was good, but at the same time it wasn't good for our club, which is fair enough because um they said that like. The formation he was bringing into the team, which was um, like having Kane, Kane like trying to play like a deep midfielder kind of number ten kind of thing, which wasn't working out three clearly in the Saturday season. Right. Um, yeah, so blood, I I go be real and say like you know I I don't feel like Nuno was a bad coach. I just feel like it was a bad time. Um, we we on but we moved. I didn't hear we move on regardless. Mm. Yes. So, so you, you you back them to play top four. Who Spurs? Yes. Yes. I back Peters. I back Peters. What to is stay. your top four? What's your top four now? In no particular order. In no ah, particular order. Give me the order. Oh uh, yeah, the order. All right. <laughs> I had to start from fourth and put Spurs low. <laughs> nah, I will start. I will start from fourth. I'm put Manu. I will Real, put. So, all right. I will put third. And still Liverpool. Jeremy, I will say. I say West Ham. West Ham was placing top four. Really. I never. I, I I never said that. I said that. that I said top. Potential. I said that the potential. I said top five. I say I expand the category. I said I say top five. I say top West five. Ham fifth. Fifth, I, I could see them, I could see them placed in fifth. Second. Okay, to be honest, eh? Huh? Yeah. I think what was it to I said to Liverpool. Yeah. Second, Spurs, and first Chelsea. Sixth or fifth. Wait. <laughs> so wait now. <laughs> no. Six or fifth dog. Respect, respect, so, respect, respect. Every chance save the set dog. And next next year, when next year when I see Cancelo waving our Premier League trophy in the air dog, we go watch back this and I watch party dog. Matter of you want to watch this on your TV dog. I bet the bet. Jeremy obviously RL feeds in Man United. And he RL feeds 
Well, the champ, uh, so much things happening that I, at the same time, I honestly don't know everything what will happen, but I just feel as if though a part of this, you know, football discourse is that telling you that I just have a prediction and I watch the trend and saying that. I think where these teams will end up is where where some who at the top right now will be there the same place next year. Please go. On. I just so, feel so. One of them. What, what trend you see telling you that United go and place over City? Okay. Season? The trend I see is with the basically the the performance of the top four, the usual top four teams. Any big games and the games are actually, yeah, the games are actually need to, they need to salvage points. And I, I would use City as a sacrifice, sacrificial lamb for them, for that yeah. example, because I, and I tell you, I think about it plenty. I see City scoffing, I see City scoffing and falling and fumbling the small games which land in them, if not outside the top four. They might be bare, they might they might beat bare where some and pass less than all them teams. I might finish a fifth or fourth. But I, you know, I will surely see. I could see Chelsea win the league. And as I say, man, you I I think I could see man, you come in to a form of fourth. So the, I, I'm not wrong, I'm not wrong for my predictions and I'm taking it back. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Somewhere. I could agree with you with Chelsea winning the league, though. I could see that too. Right, no. <laughs> All right, so Ragnik plays his first game with with um Manchester United. Well, not played his first game. He he was on the bench for his first game, um, as Man Manchester United's head coach. What did we learn from this game, guys? He only had one training session, but for the most part, Manchester United fans seem to be. Optimistic, they seem to think that he had an effect. What was the effect? I mean, I didn't, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say, um, look for effect. Um, is he first game as interim manager or manager or yeah, interim manager? And I think he had said he make a comment on the in the press conference, the post, the post press conference after the game was like. He's a he he is a he um a coach that has normally played pressing football and he I guess he said like you know he said that the ident he saw the identity in Manu in the in the game and the game against Crystal Palace you so I guess from what that those words mean like he was able to identify the potential of the players he feel like he would he could work with which is which is good for interim manager coming any season so yeah. I don't think I could see an effect of him, though, but I could see, like, I could see him transform man into an attacking machine with the yeah, right I, coaching. I think even me myself watching the game, I think that they looked a lot more organised, um, which is something that I haven't seen from Manchester United in a, in a while. Something else that I haven't seen, I think, ever before, I've never seen a manager make the 4 2 2 2 
formation would I've never seen that before. Yeah, mm. so remember, in this game, it would, and it was legit a four and triple two. Like that was that was weird for me though. God. Fred, I think Fred had an all wrong, pretty good game, and scoring a banner just like that. Who's, who's this guy? You understand? So maybe, maybe, maybe Ragnick might be the man. Really clear. Yeah. Um. I. Yeah. Definitely saw improvements. It was looking um a little better for sure. I still wouldn't say I'm fully convinced. So I do think that they they um like it's not like they're miles better than what they were before because if I've been honest, under Carrick, they was looking decent too. You know, and they were unbeaten under Carrick. And it wasn't looking too bad, if I'm being completely honest. But yeah, you're seeing it. You're seeing the improvements. And I do think this guy, Ranik, he, he looks like he knows what he's about. I think one thing that has helped them out a lot to United is them changing the wing-backs. So I think Dalo and Teller is coming into the side. Big improvement to, to Luke Shaw and Wambi Saka. I believe Wambi Saka got an injury. So that's probably why Dalo came in. But that has been... garbage. Was that? No, nah, but yes. St. Tellers and Dalo offering a lot more than, than those two guys. Yeah. But you just see me. A brethren of mine, who is a man you fan, and he's a real big fan of Fred. Um, And also, Chinema, they say that under Ranyek, Fred, Fred Gunn look like a superstar. And he's <laughs> a lot of scorer, yes. <laughs> Lord, talk that shit in the too. <laughs> um, no, but brighter days ahead. And even as a City fan, I must say, I actually... Taking like into United, like obviously I don't want him to win and thing, but I like him. You know, I see him, man, and I hope that he will, you know, better them in some way. Okay, me is how Chelema say how um, Chelema <laughs> say how Fred Guan turn into the new container. <laughs> well, that possible, you know. That's if so I disrespectful this, to Cantona. Possible, you know, though. That he's ever done, though. I don't care, though. That real disrespectful to Cantona. <laughs> <laughs> Blood, but that, that's that possible. You can't disrespect him on my daughters. <laughs> but now that my brother points out, like, oh, you say, like, you know, Fred is the only one of them who is like, work real hard and thing. Like, if this man improve him in some way, Chenaman are talking as much crap as they think he might be, eh? You never know, though. You never know, though. Never know. Fair enough, though. All right, so say no you take us to spin. Right, so you know this comes the time in the show where we go to the seventh best league in the world. And nowhere better to start. Nowhere better to start than with the Real Betis game, in which they defeated Xavi's Barcelona one 0 I believe it's Xavi's second loss since he took First loss. First loss. First. He didn't lose before. You know he did not lose before. Oh, he drew. He drew. Sorry, sorry. He, sorry. he drew. You know it does look like a loss. When I scroll through my phone now, right? the only nil and thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so say was um you tell us about that game. I didn't watch it. Uh they said that they lost one nil. Um so what we're gonna notice I boy. Um <laughs> it's not the easiest time to be a Barca fan. Probably in honest, it's all right. Um, it's not getting much easier. 
to be honest with you. But I am optimistic. And I think I think you're seeing you're seeing signs of what Xavi is doing. I think we look a lot more organized than we we did on the Koman. I think we take the game to people a lot more than we did on the Koman and those types of things. But right now, personnel wise, things hard. You understand? I think that especially up front, we lack personality. I think it helps a lot. I don't, I don't think... Let me start with Memphis, right? Because Memphis is getting a lot of criticism, right? I don't think it's fair to put this all on Memphis. I don't think it's all Memphis's fault that we aren't scoring goals. Granted that he hasn't been performing the best lately, but I think... I'm not sure if he's, he's still second, but he was still second in La Liga for goal scoring last week. You understand? But... He's a guy that could be scoring so much more, but you could tell that his confidence is a bit hit. You could tell that he's feeling the pressure of being the number nine at Barcelona and being the one who continuously has to come up with the goals because there isn't much of anybody else. You understand? Like this game, Coutinho started and it's Coutinho. He had some good, he had some flashes, but it, it, it wasn't, there wasn't much more than flashes, and the flashes flashed. They went by pretty quickly. So he started the game well, and then it tailed off, and then Dembele came on. And I, to, to be honest with you, I know I bias because I love Dembele, but I think Dembele adds real, real threat every time he comes on. He creates like three or four good chances, but... It still comes down to the same thing. We don't really have anybody to play it how we are at the moment. I wish that Aguero was fit, but he's not. I wish that Ansu Fati was fit. I think we look like a completely different side with Ansu Fati. If not, if not just because of, of the fact that we score our chances, because Ansu Fati could score anything. But I think this side looks so much more optimistic like they believe that we could achieve big things when, when Ansu Fati is in the side. And I think that's something that Xavi needs to continue to correct over time and he needs time to correct, is to get the side to believe, to believe that we could achieve things, to believe that they are good and to take shots, to take shots and put it on target. Like, as a world-class striker myself, I know how it is to struggle with confidence all day on the football field. And sometimes you just take a shot and... You, you, you know the shot not really going anywhere now. That's how it is be when you're lacking confidence. So I think a lot of players need to get their confidence back. I think Coutinho could be better if it is that he finds his confidence. I think Dembele could be better if he stays fit for a while. And I think Memphis could be better if it is that he has if it is that he has support in the side. And I think Barcelona could be better once it is that we have those players stepping into form and players coming back from injury. But it's going to take time. <laughs> and hopefully it do take more time than Wednesday because we need to win, though. Fill um, you up before I break you down. <laughs> the man singing, dog. The man just singing, dog. I know I swing is. So, Predict tomorrow game one time, now. Jeremy, wait, hold on. Say, boys, hold on, hold on. You might need to think a little bit before you make your prediction. But Jeremy, me and you both know Bayern Munich is a kind of team. Right? They don't care. 
They don't care mm. who they play in. They don't care who in the starting eleven. They beat in your twenty nil. So something that we have never seen in our lifetime, or at least I don't remember, is Barcelona in Europa League. Right? This is very possible. Of course, Wednesday I believe is the game. Bayern versus Barca, Dinamo Kiev versus Benfica. Right? This is yeah, the match. If Bayern beat Barca and Benfica beat Dinamo Kiev, Barcelona will be playing against West Ham next year in the Europa League. Right? <laughs> Barca have to beat Bayern Munich to be comfortable. Right? Yeah, they have, they have to. to. Because they could lose and Benfica and them could draw. There's a lot of mathematics in it. But ideally, Xavi would want to win this game. Jeremy, do you think that Barcelona can be Bayern Munich this week? Taken into consideration that even though I did say Bayern do have a small team, like they may put forth a small team because they're miles ahead, they won the group already. Do you think that Barcelona have the potential to be this Bayern side? Blood. Not a chance, blood. I'm telling you. They done. Ah, execution, like Mortal Kombat, finish him. Done. Ah, overs, dead. Them, I see tomorrow. Wednesday, nothing less than Fonel. I, I see Lewandowski scoring three of those. No way. And I see Lewandowski scoring three of those and taking a a phone, a camera phone, and taking a photo and send it to Lionel Messi on Instagram and say, Ballon d'Or next year. <laughs> How about you? We didn't talk about that, boy. But we will come back to that after. How about you? So, so, but, so say, boy, can Barcelona beat Bayern Munich? Well, of course we can beat Bayern Munich. Also. Of course we can beat Bayern Munich. Who beat Bayern Munich this season? It didn't have a point where they get in the Cody Cup by Gladbach or something like that. You understand? <laughs> Like, Bayern Munich can't be beaten, dog. Footballers played on the day. They beat us. They beat us in 2 the other day. I know. You understand? But what we guarantee is that we're not, we not losing it to Wednesday. You understand? And I think part of the reason why we lost this game this weekend is because Xavi had a, already had an eye on the game midweek. Because he knows how much of a big game this is for us. You understand? We, we bench big players, players like um, players like Frankie De Jong. Players like um like what's his name? PK was on the bench. You understand? So we bent some of our players because we had an eye on this game. And I think I think we're gonna come into this game prepared. I think we're gonna come in this game ready for a fight. Though. You understand? I don't think we're gonna power tails between our legs and just take eight goals just like that when like we did um in the eight two. But it's not going to be easy because at the end of the day, you can have how much heart you want. You still have to have the ability to beat Bayern Munich, which is which is not which is not a small ass. Um, <laughs> but I think we could do it. I don't think we're going to do it with a clean sheet. Um, but I think we could do it. And mark my words, mark my words, mark my words, fellas. Usman Tembele. Well, I'm provide magic tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow, Wednesday. But he going and thing up. You understand? <laughs> he going on, he going on, he, he parts in the game where 
you're watching the man yesterday, you know, this stupid man, boy. But it's going on have other parts where men falling on their face and thing, trying to catch the man, and he is just tinging up. Because that's them belly, though. You understand? And this is bass. And we still, we could still come, even when we're not looking with bass, and put on a good performance against our big team and come out with a win. And if we don't, we play Benfica, lose them. <laughs> we I move I regardless. Draw, I think I draw or they will get you too, because they're on five. And yeah. I draw, they will get you. But then I'm drawing that the thing that may not draw in it, it, uh, it's blood. Uh. Men come out looking for blood tomorrow, by the way. Well, Wednesday, sorry. Men nah, come out looking for blood. You, you see you see my lot of comments about the ball and do thing? Yeah. Well, I see how, how, how Lewandowski get up and he was supposed to win yeah. ball and do and he, they, they, they go and come out and punish Barca for that. And... <laughs> I mean, they go punish them, but I disagree. I don't think he get, I don't think he get up. Him. Same, but we'll talk about that as the question of the day, yeah. Because so we don't, we're men talking garbage, though. We'll now go on to the league leaders, eight points clear of second place, severe, none other than Real Madrid. Um, Sabres, your team, Cassie Real Madrid, right now, you know, quite low. Real Madrid is on top of the mountain. Actually, above the mountain. Team, my, is team it team my team can't see Real Madrid, but I could see Real Madrid. And as much as I am a rival fan on them kind of thing, Real Madrid doing the thing, and Vinicius especially doing his thing, though. You understand? Real Madrid is thinking up. Because coming into, this, uh, coming into this season, a lot of the discussion was about how, how far Barca and Real Madrid have fallen. You understand? Because Real Madrid coming into the season with a bunch of old men is still, still Modric, it's still Cruz, it's still Casemiro in that midfield. You understand? Cruz retired from international football. Modric is, is what? To the six? You understand? And these are the people that you're still expecting to run up and down in your midfield. And Real Madrid still make it work. You understand? And I still, in my personal opinion, I think Atletico Madrid has the best squad in the league, but Real Madrid have character and a belief within themselves that just says, hey, no matter who is on the field, we are Real Madrid and you see it in the way that they play the sport, you see it in the way that they approach games. And aside with, with no identity is not aside, you understand? But aside with identity, could achieve anything. So, regardless of how old the players are, this is still Real Madrid. They're doing the thing. And right now, they are where Barcelona will be in due time. Ten, ten years. And, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Real Madrid, right? You mentioned um, saying that he's doing his thing. Um, earlier, we spoke about the likes of Salah, Ronaldo, uh, Bernardo Silva, even would you put Vinicius in this bracket as one of the top players in the world on form? We'll put, I will put Vinicius in any bracket right now. Probably <laughs> <laughs> oh, the best Brazilian player right now. Vinicius, but on Neymar. Neymar, injured. 
Well, they might bring in the whole season. But... <laughs> Dog, right now, Vinicius playing better than Messi, right? Most people are. Most players are. Nah, he ain't playing that much garbage, contrary to belief. But I can name 10 players in the Prem playing better than Messi right now. Fair enough, dog, because he's not getting the goals and he's not getting the assists. Yeah, true. Because PSG has a side playing like garbage. But Vinicius individually, dog, like, you can't live with the man, boy. Dog, the man have everything, you know. The man has speed, he has close control, he can shoot it, he can pass it all. I find he real bad, boy. Yeah. And, and you see how you see how Neymar is slow down the plate to beat men and them kind of thing. Nah. But let me ask you this, right? Um, within the past few years, year or two, you hear people talking about um, you know, who will be the next ballon or people now, other than well, obviously it was Messi, I don't know how to dominate and you know, you say like Mbappe, um, Haaland, Pogba was in the talks for a little while, but I don't think. So you put Vinicius in that bracket, you, know, you see him as one of those top youth men coming up through to be one of the, you know, new superhumans. Yeah, I think I think Vinicius could be a ballander winner. I think Vinicius alongside probably Ansu Fati is the most exciting talent in Spain right now. Oh, in Spain? Yeah. 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 Agreed. 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 You know who Real Madrid? I don't know if he'll be though, but that wing all you have, boy, boss. I see he play, he play the game against um, Villarreal. Abde? Yeah, boy. He has fire, boy. I really like to see him play, though. Yeah. yeah. Good, he good, he good, he good. But yeah, yeah interesting. And, and yeah, no fair, he just running at anybody, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he stopped the ball and then just kick off. I like to see him play. Dog, I would watch he stop the ball and I thinking he go and pass it off there. Dog and the man, the man just run and pass man. Yeah, now he's a good player. But I mean, they have Vinicius up there, but Real Madrid up there. You know, you gave them high praise. They of course way ahead in La Liga. But um, do you consider them Champions League? favorites this season. We know they are kings of the Champions League. Um, they don't have some of their kings. But, you know, club still has history in that tournament. Do you think that this year they could contend with the likes of Liverpool, Chelsea, City, United even? Yeah, I mean, they don't think they could contend with anybody. Hmm. Real Madrid will always be Real Madrid. Like, to me, I would never count Real Madrid out of any competition. Just as I wouldn't count Barca out of any competition. You understand? I think Real Madrid. Think of. I don't know where they're going on land. I don't know how far. <laughs> I don't know. No, my cup now falls down real hard. Just, just can't take a few okay, but you know, but... But yeah, Jeremy. Yeah. Real Madrid. If might actually get through, I think like even if they don't beat Bayern, I feel Benfica might do them a favor, boy. I I just I just can't see them in 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 in, in Europa League, boy. Something inside me just saying that one way or another, them them not gonna end up in Europa League. 
But if I'm being honest with you, know, Jeremy, this is going to sound crazy because most teams would say, you know, go for the Champions League. But I personally think if Barcelona end up in Europa League, that would be their best chance. And, and, and it wouldn't even be easier. But it would be their best chance at winning some silverware this season. Because I don't this know if they're in Copa del Rey. I don't this know if they're in La Liga. Because no, go, watch you don't do that, dog. No, but watch my right. Watch my hair, my hair, my right. I'm not long on this side. And I actually want them to, 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 to move forward and do well. Because I like, there are some young players that I like Araujo too. But mm-hmm. if Bayern, if Barca qualify for Champions League, right? That is second place, the finishing, right? That means here the possible teams they could get there. Eh? Well, they can't get Real because they can't play your own country in the first thing. They could get, the best bet they could probably get is United. And I don't even want to play United now. They could get United, City, Liverpool, Chelsea, some other team. Well, yeah, that's the only big teams that are fair about. United, they make it through? United on top of the group right now. That was saying, those are the first place teams. Remember, first didn't play second. I don't mm. know if they could get back by in game. But I just saying that, like, their Champions League, um, what's the word, boy? Chances, if they get through, very slim, dog. Like, I don't see that team causing any damage, and I think it might even be better. You said it's a young team, so they shouldn't have a problem winning a Europa League, or at least doing better in Europa League than than how they were getting a Champions League. Of course, you want to make it through to Champions League, but I'm just saying, that might not be a bad route, eh? Especially for Chavi. He new to this European managing thing, eh? But he's a player. Take us on the tables. But you rather, or you rather, right? Let me not ask you. You rather qualify for round of 16, Angelix, or... Malik. Drop into Europa League and at least reach our semis, though. Never disrespect my side, and that's the thing I was telling all of you. early for the damage back into the top five. I back my side in any competition against any team, though. Because respect, at respect. the end of the day, footballers played on the day. You understand? If you don't tell me, if you don't tell me that Ajax could have beat Juventus this season where they beat Juve, who else they beat that season, boy? They beat Juve, they knock out three But it was playing good. Huh? But it was playing good. Yeah. That's the thing, dog. How long? It don't really take that much. It, I don't find Barca that far away from playing good. If it is that you go and look at the statistics, I watched a video today, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of big chances created, Barcelona have 43 big chances. The highest... The highest um, team in the league in terms of big chances created is Real Madrid with 46. We have just three less big chances created, though, right? Mm-hmm. In terms of goals scored, I think our goals on like 21 and Real Madrid on like 36. You understand? So it's about adding the finishing touch number. You understand? Yeah. And I don't think that we're that far away from it. If you put Ansu Fati back in the side, if they keep them belly fit, and if it is that you add a few pieces around it, if it is that we come and we take Ferran Torres from your Leo, you understand? We could make something else. Let me just get past Bayern. I'm telling you, if you put money in front of my face, I've beaten them. <laughs> I, I respect I respect the conference you have on your side, though. Jamie, conference league, where you weak at? 
We're laughing hard. Jeremy, we, we talking about Barcelona going thing. Ole still in qualify yet, eh? <laughs> Ole still in qualify for, for the knockout yet, eh? Duncan in the conference. Well, huh? Just garbage, boy. Tell me about our side here in the conference league there. Why well, I move on to Bundesliga now? I don't say no more, say no more. I take it to Germany, right? So we take it directly to where the fire is, though, because Dortmund and Bayern played this weekend, dog. And of course, it was always going to be a spectacle. And to be honest, I think it was a chilling match, which could have gone either way, because of course, going into this tie, you always expect Bayern to be the one to come out with the win. But I think Dortmund, I. I don't think Dortmund looked too bad at all. So the game ended 2 3 in, ba- in Bayern's favor. Um, and it was controversial. <laughs> of course, it was controversial because of the rest. So it had a few questionable calls. Um, the ref came out, well, after the game. After the game, I think the association came out and they, they gave the reason for. Um, for it not being given as a pen. But Dortmund players through in the game had a serious issue with the ref and the way that he was officiating the game. And they were very, very upset with the fact that they weren't given a, given a pen. So upset that a player like Jude Bellingham came out and outright... Well, he didn't outright accuse, but he insinuated that the ref might have been unfair in terms of the decisions that he's, he was making. He, he pointed to the fact that the ref had a past of match fixing and he was given the biggest, the biggest, um, the biggest game in Germany to manage, to, to deal with. So do you think that, to start with, do you think that Bellingham's comments were fair? Do you think that Dortmund were really kind of made the enemy by the ref? Do you think that they were unfairly treated by the ref? Or are they just overdoing it a little bit? Jeremy? I mean, watching the game, and the calls the calls referee made were, were questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I think certain instances of play were, were a little rough at times. I can't remember the um I can't remember who or what maybe obstruction. I think it was like uh, somebody committed a foul. And I, I, I can't remember the player from on Bayern Bayern's team, but I remember they committed a foul and and it was later on Jacob I see that you know it was a heavy use of um force and tackle and no 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 man's land, no ball, and the call wasn't given. So if I felt that if the if the if the referee had a big impact on the game and like if he had made some calls differently, if, if it would have been a different results, of course. But if um if I was to say that about every game, you know, we will never stop just there. So I think Dortmund themselves could have um produced more um produced more opportunities and they could have um cleaned certain chances. I mean, great goals from Haaland. And I think the next person was 
Chandler memang my nice person. Brand. Yeah. Huh? Brand. Brand, right. Yeah. So great goals and Brand and Haaland and it's is unlucky, unlucky scoreline. But the gear free is a big accuser, accuse him, is a big accuser, accuse him and say that, you know, that is something That's he, yeah, my, and, you know, I guess, That's they would most likely look into do. Huh? That was 15 years ago in a row. Yeah. When he match fixed. I find, I find that was real petty from June, to be honest with you. Um, but... So no, I, I, I still feel like don't know how to blame yourself because it is always have questionable calls in big games now, boy. But that hmm. that that do justify Hummel's plane. The amount of garbage Hummel's play. <laughs> and start what Hummel's still doing playing football in one of the biggest games of the season. Like dog, go and play in MLS or or come come Titi Pro League now, boy. <laughs> But I find I I I just don't find Hummel's good enough to be playing at the highest level, and I do think that um, I think that Dortmund could only blame themselves fairly and truly. True, as I say. True. I mean, still though, I just always believe um, as as I as I say as I say in any sport, like any referees or officials that involved in. Match fixing and I guess like even decide the, the dark side to the, to the sport should move should not be allowed anywhere close in any part or department of the sport ever again. Once a, yeah, but you're you're right. Though. Years, it's fifteen years. It don't matter. It don't matter. Like it really don't. You can't take it back. Yeah. All right, guys. So, th- is this the end of Dortmund's title, hopefully? Um, I don't think so. Uh, Bayern tend to drop some weird points. If Dortmund could keep it consistent, if Haaland could stay fit, tell you, if Haaland and that team Dortmund have a shout for sure, because um, I think you know they they've been winning. Um, and if it is, they could put together a good few runs and hope that Bayern drop points, which is what they could really do in Bundesliga. I don't necessarily think that their title hope is over. They will need, I think, four points behind, which is not much, to be completely honest, but they have to keep it focused. Um, they are out of Champions League, I believe, but they may still have the Europa League um, thing. So they may still have a European, um, what's the word, distraction. But... I do think that it's not over, but we, we but know they're not in Europa League, no? They're not even in Europa. In Europa, I think they could finish Europe. I, I think, think in Europa, no? They have a next game, so I think they could still qualify for yeah. the Champions League, though. But regardless, we know at the end of the season, Bayern Munich are win the league, but I, I don't want to see the title races over as yet. I think it still have a little more, you know, clashing to go. I don't think Bayern will pull completely away as yet. Okay. But they will win the league. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So now to talk about the real the real deal in football right now. The what's good in the hood dog. Who wins the ball and for you? Messi. Messi. Robot. So let me explain. Mm. So 
Xavier, big up Xavier on TikTok, Xavier. He indicated in one of his videos, because he's also of the belief that Lewandowski was not robbed, um, that the Ballon d'Or is actually judged off of January to October, mm. which is, I think, what I saw in the video, which I never knew, actually. Mm. So, which even enhanced my argument for Messi winning the Ballon d'Or. Because, I don't know, when we, when we started doing this show a little earlier on, it had a statistic where Messi had something like, 34 man of the match in 38 games. Mm. Some stupid like that. Though. And then, I don't, was he top scorer in La Liga? I believe so. Or yeah, he was. There. And he, he had like top everything in La Liga. Exactly. Then he was top goal scorer in Copa, top goal, top assist in Copa, player of the tournament in Copa, winner of Copa, winner of Copa del Rey. The man was literally being Messi. And once you be Messi, you will win Ballon d'Or because Christie wasn't as good. I need the only other man who could really contest. Ah, let me not say that. Lewandowski could contest as well. No disrespect to Lewandowski at all because the man had a stellar year. The man has been scoring goals for fun. Um, his Euros wasn't all that good. I, I think he scored a goal or two. He had one point. Yeah, so, I mean, Euros... He had one point. That's, that's terrible. I think that's where he lost but it for me. Let me but let me, let me just... Uh, the, the reason a lot of people think that Lewandowski was robbed is because it didn't have a Ballon d'Or last year. If there was a Ballon d'Or for last year, Lewandowski would win that hands down. The man scored like a million goals. They won the treble. He was the best player last season for sure. And I think that just kind of carried over into this season. People's mind as to, you know, this year he should have went to because he's still scoring. But he has not been as good as Messi. Jeremy, why do you think Robert should have won? I mean, with the information that he said, I, I actually tried to do some information, like in, in, in terms of and get some intel on when, ball, on what consists of the Ballon d'Or criteria. And I was actually looking for data as well, and I didn't see the, um, the January to October time frame. Actually, that would be good news, but. I was looking for it and I didn't see it. What, what I saw was that they said that more of Ballon d'Or being uh, instead of just individual award, um, sorry, no, instead of it being more of a team or like, you know, like they watching the factors of team and, you know, how much things you do the team is more about individuality and how much goals and stats and assist and I guess like even to extend this, um, I try to remember the website, but they said the um the accolades you win as well. Uh, I think if you really watch Lewandowski and all Lewandowski and all his stats are you know still same. I would say not like a far off from Lionel Messi. Now people people for for the for the argument with all like how the man the matches went, how things like the Copa del Rey and. All of those things fell in Messi's favor, and I go and lie. The argument, the argument can hold it can hold some water to say that you know ways, but Messi, Messi deserves the Ballon d'Or. But I think still that a big part in a big part in Ballon d'Or, not just not just to me, not like a personal opinion, is that key with Isu being honest individuality, and now 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 with the information you present in terms of January to October, I guess. It don't really count, but if that time frame wasn't there, 
And that is not how Balando is given. I believe that Lewandowski deserves it for his individuality performance, his individual performance, and on everything. He 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 just deserves, he has performed better. I mean, not even just coming down to him on the Messi was in PSG even before that. He performed better. He best he was he was in a in a form, so I do not see. I don't see I don't see where people could say like he wasn't robbed. <laughs> robbed. But he big man thing, I I I I just feel like he deserved them bottom line. I just feel like he deserved it and it wasn't given to him. Is kind of different from, from the both of you guys on. I feel like I feel like Messi deserved it. Um because I think he deserved it because, especially because of what he achieved with Argentina, and especially because Lewandowski kind of achieved so little with Poland. And obviously, I think if it is that Bayern won the Champions League, then Lewandowski might would get it, no doubt. And I know it was his fault that they got knocked out the Champions League. He was injured when it happened, but that inevitably get steps into the fray. You understand? I think. Ballon d'Or is uh is a prize that I mean look Jorginho came to Jorginho was in the conversation for Ballon d'Or and, and no disrespect to Jorginho you know though you understand Jorginho doing his thing but Jorginho people trying to compare Jorginho and Messi and it cannot happen it can't why happen. he is not that level of footballer. Jorginho is not the best in his position and he is not even the best player in his team, in any of his teams. Not Italy, not Chelsea. The man is not that good. He he doesn't deserve the Ballon d'Or, in my personal opinion. And I think think that, to me, the Ballon d'Or... It's it hard to say that anybody there of the Ballon d'Or simply because of the way that the Ballon d'Or is, is given out. The Ballon d'Or is given out based on votes. It's a democratic vote. It's not, it's not, it's not five people in a boot um, voting on the Ballon d'Or. It's people from all over the world, top journalists yeah. all over the world, voting on the Ballon d'Or. And, of course, people have their biases and those types of things. Um, but I think, inevitably... What decides who wins the Ballon d'Or is, is based on the impressions that you have on people. You understand? And mm. I think Bayern, I think Lewandowski having uh, another hugely successful goal-scoring season um, with Bayern in the, in the German league and... Winning the trophy there, not winning our Champions League, not doing much of anything for Poland, doesn't leave that much of an impression with on people that than what Lionel Messi did with Argentina, simply because it was the first time that Argentina achieved something, because it was Messi's first achievement with Argentina. I mean, of course, Argentina won a lot of stuff in the past, but it's been a while. You understand? And Messi mm. was amazing in that tournament. You understand? And even I think Messi sometimes is he loses out because because of the impression thing, because of the fact that 
Messi winning, Messi winning trophies and Messi scoring 41 goals in a season has become normal. So normal to the point where people say now Messi did nothing to deserve that Ballon d'Or. How could 41 goals ever be nothing? How could that not be impressive? Nobody is impressed by Messi scoring that amount of goals, you know. You understand? This is a fella who, who scored 96 goals in a calendar, yeah. So, he is judged by a very harsh and high standard. And I think if it was his first season doing it, then he would be Ballon d'Or winner, no doubt. You understand? And you mm-hmm. can't say that it doesn't matter what Lewandowski does with Poland. It does. You understand? What you do with your country matters. And I bring you back to when um, Luka Modric won, won the, um, the Ballon d'Or. Luka Modric won the Ballon d'Or in a season in which Real Madrid won the Champions League and Croatia made it to the semifinals. Of the, yeah, me semifinals. Into the finals of the World Cup. Right? Um, Modric was the best player for his team in the World Cup. But in the season for Real Madrid, he was not the best player. You understand? Cristiano was by far the better player. In the Champions League, Cristiano had more goals than Madrid had appearances. You understand? And Madrid beat him to a ballon d'or. You understand? And he didn't play that much garbage for the team in the World Cup. They, they got knocked out pretty early, but he didn't play garbage. You understand? Cristiano was still doing his thing. I remember that hat trick he scored against Spain and them kind of things. Mm. So, you had to count what people do for the country, dog. You have to. Madrid would have never win that Ballon d'Or without doing anything for the country. So, I know Lewandowski now because he should have won it last year, no doubt, dog. But, to me, he, he, he should not win it this year. Especially, I, I think it's close. I think he definitely deserves second. I don't think Jorginho even near Lewandowski. I can't believe he got a similar amount of votes. But no way. I, I, I still think if Messi gets it, he deserves it. If Lewandowski got it, he would have deserved it as well. But Messi got it and he deserves it. You can't say that it was robbed. It was no robbery. The rob rob dog. I need the eyes to go with that. The rob rob. And yeah, I I bound some way see what everything else do with 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 the with the with the with the individual performances, dog. I don't know. And, and now I just think like last year, yeah, he should have won it. Last year, last year, last year, eleven dollars, he should have won it. And, I think people that the cool question was why they didn't have one last year. Not because league remember leagues had finished early and thing. Yeah. League one had get cancelled. Take care of me. I was to have a real good run in the league one and come back for the ballon d'Or. So I, I I guess they watch it like if it would not be fair now, but yeah. And and that fair, it would not be fair because some men, some men would not be in contention because they play less games. And uh, how old Ruben Diaz finished 26, right? How old Ruben Diaz finished 26? Until that nomination? Ah, because he didn't make as big as our impression, dog. He was supposed to, I, I find a Rob Ruben Diaz. I find he was supposed to win, though. Nobody was studying him when they was voting, you see. All the people, <laughs> all the people who was watch Prem was voting for, um, for where you call him? For... Salah. No, not Salah. For, um, De Bruyne. 
This garbage man, boy. Oh, Jorginho. <laughs> Jorginho, boy. Jorginho, get the royal votes on the dog. Yeah. Tell me yeah, who's yeah, the good. better player than Jorginho or not. And I know they play different positions, dog. But I think, I think we've been the ask play Jorginho position, but I'm... No. Okay, okay. No, 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 no. Is that man not good, boy? You rather can't tell Jorginho. Man is a winner. I mean, that, that goes without asking, but... You rather Verratti or Jorginho? Jorginho. Uh, you rather you rather Jorginho or Verratti, guy? The man has made some questionable plays, but I'll take him though. So you rather judge in your variety? Yeah. Let me second here, bro. I rather judge you. Judge you. Judge you. I find to me if you go and win a ballon, though, you ought to be the best player in your club and your country. Who sounds good? I find you can't win our ballon, though, if he's not even the best player in your team. But, but if I'm being honest, though, last season, who, who was Chelsea's best player, in your opinion? In my opinion, I think, I think if you're looking at Champions League, Kante was the, the most decisive, right? Mm-hmm. But overall, I don't think Chelsea had that much of a good season, if you, if you understand where I'm coming from. You understand? Mm-hmm. Overall, I know winning our Champions League, is in the National Champions League and you cannot fight that. You understand? But overall, they scrape in top four. You understand what they tail between the legs? They scrape, they chance it into top four. Though. You understand? They didn't have that much of a good season. It was an amazing season from Chelsea. They didn't win the league. They wasn't close. You understand? They come and win the Champions League in the end, but it wasn't favorites for that game. If it is that... If it is the Pepper play Fernandinho, where he's supposed to play Fernandinho, maybe it could have been a different scoreline. They win by one goal in the end and it's 10 lines. But to me, I think Kante was the most decisive player. Um, mm-hmm. I think Pulisic had, has had his little fits last season. But mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think Chelsea really had a standout player last season. I think even Thiago Silva was very good for Chelsea last season. Yeah. I think even their standout player now is Reese James. Is who? Reese James. I find Reese James. Though I don't know. I find Chelsea is a, is a unit team. Just like just like Italy was. I find they they good because they play good as a unit. I don't think yeah. I don't think they really have um have a superstar to say. <laughs> That's all right. That brings us to the end of the show. Thank you to everybody for tuning in. And see you next week. Is that? Is that?